0: Hey guys, it's Kate here, and this is Travel Pro Theory, and today on the pod, I have Nicole Barrett of the Travel Producer Academy, SB Global, um, a lot of other things in the background <laughs> that we are about to learn about more. She's part of the Refresh Squad, all the things. All the things. All the things, right? It's like once, once you start becoming like a multi-passionate person with like, a you know, your hands and a lot of things, your bio
1: just like... It's longer and longer. No kidding. No kidding. (laughs) No kidding. It's funny you say that because a lot of times people will say, send me your bio, and I have to be like, well, for what exactly? Which one? Yeah. Well, we, yeah. Yeah. What's the topic? What is the end goal here so I can set, you know, tell you which one or send you the one that you need?
0: Yeah. It's like, are we going like super quick? Are we focusing yes. on this? Yeah.
1: And am the same way
0: because I'm like, are, are are we talking as North and leisure or as TPT yeah, today? Exactly. Like, what are we do? Are we talking about
1: the podcast, talking about the hotel representation, or are we yeah. talking about the travel agent, uh, you know, academy? Like, what are we talking about?
0: Yeah. Like, where are we yeah. going today? Yeah. Good stuff. Well, yeah, I wanted to start out with because, also selfishly, so I I know more about it too. Uh, it's just kind of like dive into your background because I always find that yeah. super interesting. I love talking to like people in travel in general and just getting like their business model and everything. But I also find it fascinating when people have taken like it's like you have a whole lifetime of this yeah. other journey
1: that has led you here right so i'd love to hear about that okay sure so it's funny you should say that because i was talking to someone just yesterday about uh how i got into travel and hospitality and all of that and talking about some of the training that that came along with that and i'm gonna get to all of that but i'm gonna go back Um, Oh, my gosh, I didn't want to say how many years. but (laughs) It's probably about 1920. I don't know. But anyway, um, I actually started out my hospitality career, like the real stuff where you get the proper training at Walt Disney World, when I did the Walt Disney World College program.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I see I had no idea. See y'all, this is why selfishly I'm like, I'm gonna get this question in and we have uninterrupted time So
1: uninterrupted I get all the time. Scoop. <laughs> I know it's like we know each other, we think yeah. so well, but we learn so many things every day, right? Yeah so you know so I started out there, but you know, back in college, I was doing all the things and when I tell people that I have worked in every single department of a hotel. I don't think they really believe me but i have i think the only place i probably haven't worked is like maintenance right yeah, yeah but of yeah. you know in college i you know i worked at this beautiful a little little boutique i would call it bread and back, bread and, bread and breakfast um, <laughs> close to South Street in Philadelphia. I went to school in Philly, to college in Philly, and I was their housekeeper while I was in college, right? I was the housekeeper. I checked people in, I fixed the breakfast. Like I was the main person at this BNB. I did the Walt Disney World College program. I've worked the front desk. I've worked everywhere in a hotel, the kitchen. There. I was a server at this beautiful French restaurant in Philly all the things yeah and my intention was not to go into hospitality or tourism at all um i wanted to do something completely different but i guess based on my personality i think i just naturally progressed towards that but for sure the reason why i brought up um walt disney world college program is because the the training that walt disney world provided me in terms of uh being of service yeah right yeah in terms of you're on stage now so smile that was that propelled me towards my um towards my my trajectory towards where i am right now
0: yeah you have to give them credit because um i i live in florida now but i'm not from here my but my husband's from orlando and he Mm -hmm. talks because his his a lot of his friends worked at disney along the way and there's you know like little insider stuff that you wouldn't would not know about as just like a casual i go there sometimes kind of thing
1: yeah but they really they know what they're doing on that client experience and they pass yes, that they on do. they do know what they're doing and i'm gonna tell you i got my first job out of college working at the prestige fairmont copley plaza in downtown boston okay yeah without having met the hr team I was, I remember it was my senior year in college. I had a few months left to graduate and I had a a phone call. I believe, I believe it was a phone call back then there were no video calls. I can't even remember it was a video call, but it was definitely a phone call and I had the phone call with the Fairmont Copley Plaza and I got, I landed that job. My very first interview landed that job and two months prior to even graduating, they hadn't even met me. And I really believe in my heart of hearts, I believe it was because of the Disney World college program on my resume. Yeah because they have similar standards right the fairmont yeah. brand and the disney brand right so that was fantastic and and that propelled me into um you know Luxury travel, right? For me, yeah. coming out of college, I mean that I know I understand there are different levels of luxury, but for me, coming out of college, working at regular hotels, the Fairmont copy Plaza was like whoa, right? <laughs> to me, right, 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 for sure, yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. And then, so since then, I've worked for other brands like Starwood. I mentioned Sofitel. I worked for Sofitel back in college as well. Uh, Starwood hotels. I worked for Starwood. Um, in convention sales, being a sales manager, et cetera. And then um I started working for Sandals and Beaches Resorts or Unique Vacations who represent Sandals and Beach Resorts, the marketing arm. Now I compare the training that I get from Sandals as well to the training that I got from Walt Disney World.
0: Yeah. 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 So like all encompassing they, yes. yeah, they
1: know what they're doing. They have a standard They know what they're doing. Yep. So 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 Disney to me was the written standard like here's the playbook. Right. Yeah. And at Sandals, I actually got to play in terms of doing the work. Right. Right. Yeah. So yes. D- Disney is the playbook, and Sandals to me were, was where the hard work came in. Yeah. Right? It was, you would look at a Sandals BDM and be like, oh my gosh, that person works. A lot. So I, <laughs> yeah. and, and they did, and I did, right? We did. And uh, they do still. And, you know, I, I look at that, I'm like, wow, it, it just came, it just all came to fruition. So I started out in, at Sandals back in 2005 as a BDM and or a business development manager, and worked my way over 13 years to a senior BDM. Uh, I also did groups for a while. I was a workshop trainer where I would travel the United States, Canada, and the Caribbean to train travel agents on how to grow their business with Sandals and Beaches Resorts. And then the last several years of my career with Sandals, I spent as original director of sales in the Northeast region. So I was, um, I was, I led uh, 11 BDMs from Maine to New Jersey. So that's That's what propelled me into hospitality and then smack right into the middle of travel.
0: Right. So you kind of started with that, you know the the base from Disney, that written playbook, and then you get yes. into the to the sandals, which is more of, like you said, that's doing it. So that's applied practice, that, which yes, is where you really learn and
1: practice. Yep, Absolutely. Yep. And, and, you know, Fairmont as well set the standard as well with their own playbook. Right. Uh, yeah, which is yeah. a little bit different from Disney. Now we're like, okay, it's a little bit different, but dif- obviously different clientele. Right. Yeah, yeah. But sandals was where I was able to put a lot of what I learned into, into practice. And I, yep. I love, I, lo- I absolutely loved it um you know I always say Disney World was the best year of my life I mean we we partied hard it was awesome <laughs> <laughs> we learned a lot but we partied hard partied, man we yeah. had one day off per a week it was we worked six days a week but yep, it was a pool yep. party in the complex every single night and it was just awesome and our Work day hard, off we hard. partied yes, yep. <laughs> yes, but you know but that that like I said it was sandals where were actually like okay all right now go right OK, so now that we've gone
0: through sort of your background from Disney into sandals all the way through, what led you to, you know, going out on your own, starting your own business and staying in travel and like really taking the big leap?
1: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So um, my entire career or going back, thinking about it now, and it is still true to this day, is that growth is important to me. So whether it's not just about moving through the ranks or the titles or the money, but growth in terms of being comfortable where you are, knowing that you're using all your skills to the best of your ability, Um, you're doing it your own way. That's important to me. Uh, In fact, when I started at Sandals, my intention, now, now that I'm thinking about it, was never to stay for 13 years it was so it was so great that I stayed for 13 years. Yeah. Right. Um, and I and I grew, um, you know, through the ranks as well. But I also grew uh, personally and professionally. Yeah. Uh, and it got to a point where I said, hmm, OK, all right. Um, there's something else that I want to do. I want a different type of growth now. Yeah. And I thought about it, thought about it, and said, you know what? OK, I'm going to put some things in place for me to branch out on my own. And so what happened when I was with Sandals, just to kind of give you a little background of what I did, I worked with, as you know, the travel trade, right? So I worked with travel agents to help them grow their businesses. But I also worked very closely with the tourist boards, the airlines, the tour operators, suppliers, all of that. All that. All encompassing the travel trade. occasionally we'll touch the consumer parts of it right because with consumer events etc and we'd speak directly to the consumer and i noticed that there was a gap between how the travel agent uh related to the consumer in terms of promoting what they had so at sandals we talked it was a lot of product the workshops a lot of product beautiful product to sell so yeah. it was it was great to go out there and to reintroduce and introduce this product to the traveler the travel trade. It's always it was it was fantastic, right? Yeah. But then you're like okay great and you teach them all these things, but then when it was time for them to go out and bring the same messaging that yeah. we gave to them, it was hard for them to relay that to To the to their clients, you see what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, completely. I I think that's a huge challenge um, because I see that you know through North and Leisure, like Mm -hmm. you know the the information that I give an advisor needs to make sense to them in a way that they can give that to a potential client, and it's all context because you could package it up, put it in a pretty bow, and give them all the information, but then at the end of the day like how do we get that next step where they can effectively communicate it and feel confident communicating that right. to any potential to any, Exactly,
1: to their audience. And see, there's a very thin line between the, difference, with the differences, right? So, for yes. example, what I was seeing the travel agent doing, there would be a lot of them, not all of them, um, but you know, a good chunk of them would be getting the information, for example, they'd get the information from the Sandals brochure or from the Sandals website and they would turn that into an email or a newsletter or a post. And they didn't. I don't think they understood that the connection that you make with a consumer is different from the connection that Sandals would make with a consumer. Yeah. So Sandals as a big company can and should Connect with those beautiful words and the flowery patterns and all of that. That's fine. The, the, right. you know, the, the brochures and the, and the ads speak for themselves. That's the way they communicate with the consumer. Right. A travel agent is a different sort of business. It is more intimate. It is more personal. And for yeah. you to be that bridge between the consumer and sandals, because the consumers can go direct. So if yeah. you want to intercept that relationship, it has to be a relationship. It yeah. has to be intimate. It has to be authentic for them to 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 come to you. Because otherwise, if you're using the same words that sandals is using, why should they come to you? You're the yeah. same thing.
0: Yeah, right? it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't have the same. Um, me and Heather have talked about this in previous episodes as well. When it's mm-hmm. like just thinking about your messaging and how you talk to clients and how you get yourself out there. Right. You can't. You can't market as a single entity or mm-hmm. even as a, even if you're on a small team, like a team of 10, you can't market the same way that a, a
1: multi-million dollar exactly. corporation does. No, you can't. Like it's like, it's yeah. like the people who are out there selling Tupperware, right? Why yeah. should I come to you, you know, Mary, instead yeah. of just going to Walmart and buying my Tupperware? It's probably going to be easier, faster, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. yeah. Steps for me to go to Walmart, but Mary, why should I come to you? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So- <laughs> yeah,
0: it is. Tell me, Mary.
1: You know, <laughs> Tupperware, <give> me- <laughs> Mary. Why should I come to you, Tupperware, Mary? Right. <laughs> oh, Tupperware, so Mary. It's That's something my like that. So what I saw basically was the gap between how the travel agent would be emailing their clients and the travel agent would be connecting with their clients, and I sat on that for a little bit and I said, you know what? This is probably uh, not only. Um, is it something that I'm good at? Is the connection phase? Like, I'm really good. And, and I, yes, I'm tooting my own horn. And sometimes you can. I'm bad at, yeah. at a lot of things. Tooting. T- yeah. <laughs> I'm bad at, I'm bad, at uh, I'm bad. I am, see, I am bad at speaking. See what I mean? <laughs> I am bad at, at putting words together, right? I am bad at a lot of things, but I'm good at some things. And some yeah. things that I, one of the things that I'm, that I'm good at is is connection right yeah to be able to connect with people to be able to meet people where they are and 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 build an authentic relationship right so i saw that and i said hmm okay great so this is something that i'm good at and also too i'm very passionate about the travel agent the travel agent to me is such an important piece of the travel journey you love travel kate i love travel right yeah and yes we can just go to the otas and we can go to anyone else and just book it but to me to get the best experience out of travel and when when you're looking to sell travel it's fine, but when you're looking to sell an experience, yeah, I believe a travel agent is able to help you with that, and that is what I look for in travel. It's the experience, right? Hundred percent, hundred percent. And so I believe in the in the entity of the travel agent. I believe in what the travel agent does so much to my heart. Like, like I I get I'm getting goosebumps right now just talking about it because I really believe yeah. it. And so I figure, okay, this is a great way to help an audience that I truly believe in. That yeah. we need to um, kind of put some passion and some – we need to put put it all back together, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's
0: funny because um, it's – there's so many – I always laugh whenever I'm trying to explain the industry to someone yeah. outside of the industry. And right. you're like, there's so many different like – pieces of it but it is a house of cards it all fits together and like how do we make those connections so that it works really well for all of us so that Mm -hmm. so that it makes all that nice beautiful stuff that sandals spends a pretty penny putting together and then how do we translate that to for
1: um a travel agent so that they can actually use it to make money and make sales and and that's the truth and that's a good point you just brought up is that people they're spending all this money to do this Let's use the media that they have. Let's use the assets, the resources, but spin it your own way. Yes. That is your only responsibility. Yep. Because they have the assets. You have an email service provider. You have free social media. All you have to do is just come in the middle and just spin it together to put it out there to your audience.
0: Yeah. It's like I'm imagining like a little like a... Like a machine, like it's coming in one side, it comes yeah, in to you comes in, in the you and you
1: just spew it out. Yeah, and you spew <laughs> it out
0: in a way that makes sense. It makes sense yes. to to your clientele too, right. because we all know as tra- like anyone who sells travel, you know, half the battle is. But like, I mean, we are all. We all have very different businesses and sell different ty- types of travel, mm-hmm. but we're, we're solving the same basic problems here, right? Time, right. stress, overwhelm, creating experience, um, knowledge, expertise, those things. Yeah. So it's like bringing it in, making it work for you, and then mm-hmm. speaking the language of your client.
1: Right. So that and, they understand. And infusing yourself in it. Yes. And that connection is also what we're talking about, is that you want to make it make sense. Like you said, yeah. you want to put it out there to your clients and be relatable, but they want to see you in it as well. Because if you're totally. not in it, the only person that's in it is Sandals or Hard Rock or Fairmont or Disney or whoever. whoever yeah. You're selling.
0: yeah. If, if you don't put yourself into mm-hmm. that, um, you then, then, then you have zero chance of building that no right. like trust factor. And yes. we all know that's that's the thing, That's
1: right? the thing, that's that the building thing. that know, like, and trust factor, knowing that you're the secret sauce, but mm-hmm. also building authority, right? Yes,
0: yeah, yeah absolutely.
1: Yeah. yeah, building authority, because that's one of the things that I find that is sometimes missing. It's like you want your personality in there. You want people to know you, infusing yourself, but also to knowing and putting it out there that you are the expert in all of this. If you can beautifully yeah. marry all of those, it is magic magic.
0: Complete magic. So, yeah, yes. 100%. You definitely want to build authority because you want to, you know, when clients come to you, they they're not looking for someone to just hand them 100 options, like Google could do that for them for free. They want Mm -hmm. someone to guide them to the right thing, to the right experience, Mm -hmm. to
1: match up what they're looking for. And No kidding. And if they trust you, they will allow you to do that. Yeah, building the trust. There are some travel agents I know I can call. And I was talking to, shout out to, you know, shout out to Regine um, Adams. I was talking to her yesterday about... Iceland and Germany right Mm -hmm. and I know if I call her she's going to be able to guide me I know if I call you Kate to talk about um, Ireland right like I know next time I go to Ireland who I'm calling right (laughs) yeah like I know that if I trust you enough And you know a little bit more about me. I know more about you from your emails, from your social media, from your live videos, from the way you show up. I know you're going to be a right fit for me. So I can say, you know what, Kate, I'm not going to Google this, right? I'm just going to tell, let you tell me where I need to go. Tell me where I need to go, when, what day, and what time, and who's picking me up. That's it. Yep. Just tell me where to be. Tell me where to be. Take care of it. Yeah. Right. And that's the kind of relationship that you want to build. Now, let's be honest, this doesn't happen overnight. No. And not all your clients are going to be like that. But that yeah. should always be your goal. You're all, yes. you're going to shoot as far into the universe as you possibly can, knowing that you're probably going to fall. And if yeah. you fall, honey, you're going to fall on those treetops. Okay. And yep. you're not going to fall on the ground. That's it. Nope. So yeah. aim high. Yeah, yeah. For
0: sure. And you're right. It does, it's never just one one time, you know, it takes, it takes over time, but that's what we're Mm -hmm. all building, right? You want repeat clientele, um, because that makes more sense. And you're not having to constantly get a new lead for every single trip. And you're Mm -hmm. building that relationship where they not only trust you to Put together whatever they're asking for. They also trust you, um, to, to, to tell, tell them if they're making a mistake. You know what I mean? Right. Like, hey, whoa, that's not what you want to do. This is right. why. Like, so you're always building up that trust factor where mm-hmm. they know at the end of the day, they just
1: want to know that they've been seen, heard, taken care of, taken care of. And it's funny you should say that this is so simple because I was talking to the same travel agent about, we were talking about Scotland. Yeah, and I've never been to Scotland. I've been to the UK. um, I've been to Ireland, never been to Scotland. Yeah. Um, And uh, we were talking about going at a particular time in the summer. And then she said to me, but what about the, is it the knots? Knots? the flies, the things. that Oh, the gnats. Yeah. Gnats. Yeah. Okay. the you Yeah. An accent says something else. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what is it? The knot? The gnats? I, I was yeah. picturing like a, like a knot, like a rope. I know.
0: Sorry. It's my yeah. accent, Kate. Okay. <laughs> I was like, is there, is there a, like a Scotland inside thing? I don't. See, I'm not I not you I'm bad at something,
1: but I'm good at others. Okay. I'm bad at saying gnat okay <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know she was like but what about the gnats and i'm like i'm like oh i've never heard of that so here i go yeah. googling you know gnats in scotland so yeah go see your point it's like if you trust someone enough they'll tell you where to go and tell you why you shouldn't go and when you yeah. shouldn't go and say well help you might want to reconsider this right yeah so totally yeah.
0: Totally. So I guess my question for you then would be if we are looking at how to help, how to help travel advisors Mm -hmm. take that next step, because we know that this is half the battle. We've seen this, um, when we were doing the free challenge before refresh and really connecting with a ton of travel advisors. And then also, this is something we've seen on TBT all the time in the DMs. A big part of the conversation is, especially, especially now after 2020, as we're like, you know, ramping up to try and get back into full. Swing next year is everyone wants to know, you know, how do I get new clients? How do I attract Mm -hmm. more people in and how to use marketing? Because, you know, learning how to sell travel is one thing, learning destinations is one thing. Learning marketing
1: is like a whole other beast. It is a whole other beast. And learning the right form of marketing is a whole nother step, right? So, a lot of times we believe that marketing. Is choosing the brand colors, Mm -hmm. doing the logo, getting the website, and getting a social media handle. Yeah, the the pretty fun stuff. The pretty fun (laughs) stuff. The sexy stuff. We love all that stuff, and we spend a lot of time tweaking that stuff. Right? Yes. Um. I'll have travel agents. Will they'll send me their logo, and they'll be like, you know, seventy five edits, and I'm like, really? How much time did you spend doing this? Right? Yeah. I. I am at the point where I trust someone right now to just go on Fiverr and spend 10 bucks on the logo to get started. I don't really care. let's just get started, done, right? Yeah. yeah That's yeah, something yeah. I can tweak afterwards. I always yeah, look yeah. at it that way. When I think of marketing your business, I go I try to go a little bit deeper, right? So we talk about we've been talking about that no like and trust factor and that you know creating that connection and authenticity. Yeah And a lot of that goes into how you show up. Not necessarily where you show up, right? You you don't even have to have a website to get started.
0: Yeah, no, you don't. You don't. don't. I know. I know know advisors with millions in sales Mm -hmm.
1: that. They don't have a website. They don't have a website. A lot yep. of them will have a landing page, though, right? Because yeah. you want something that's going to help you capture leads. Yeah. And 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 that c- that could be in the form of your email service provider, whoever you're using. Yeah. You know, MailChimp, ConvertKit, Aweber. There's so many of them. FlowDesk. You yeah. Know, creating a, a landing page, but we're jumping ahead of ourselves right now. So yeah. some of the key ways I believe um to kind of get yourself out there in terms of uh marketing yourself, especially if you're working uh or if you're you know working from home now right you yeah. are um you're working from home and a lot of you will continue to work from home and a lot of people will continue to work from home even after this whole pandemic situation is over right? for sure but uh i believe it was samantha brown who quote i saw a quote from her last week that says that the travel agent is going to be the most important part of anyone's vacation or trip moving yeah. forward from here and yeah. i agree so if you want to set yourself up from where you are, meaning knowing that you're going to be the most important thing in a trip moving forward and seeing that, okay, I'm working from home. How do I get myself out there? We're going to have to embrace the digital marketing Yes, side of us, right? Yes. And yeah, that does not only include the sexy part. So the website, the social media, social media is important. I show up on social media every day. Yeah. I may not show up on the same account every day, but I show yeah. up every day as you do yeah. too, right? Yeah. yeah. You do too but another important part of that is email marketing and it is the less sexier part (laughs) of marketing, but I'm going to guarantee you that it converts higher than social media. Okay. Yeah. It is also the part of our businesses that not a lot of people see, right? Right. So if someone doesn't have to uh, be on your list to see your social media. They don't have to be invited by you to see your social media for the most part. If you're yeah. public, that's public. Um, but your email is an invitation list, right? Ooh,
0: I like that. I've never okay. even thought about it that way. But you're right because to get, if someone's on your email list, mm-hmm. they they had to take an action to get there. So exactly. there's already a little bit of buy-in.
1: There, even if it's... Already, they've already yeah. invested in you. Yep. They've yep. already taken the opp- opportunity or to invest in you in a very small way and if you invest in someone i'm gonna i mean naturally they expect to hear from you yeah Yeah. they didn't just give you their email address just to kind just to be on someone's database for what they have the intention of hearing from you social media is not necessarily the case right so that's true yeah let's if you think about it that way right so but i mean except on social media if they hit that follow button They want to see more too, but they don't have to hit that follow button to see more is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. So for me, email marketing is one of the best ways to reach people. And it's also one of the long-term ways to reach people. So um, just to give you uh, some ratio here. So of the people who you meet along the way, a travel agent meets along the way, whether it is through conversations, email, social media, 50% 50% of the people who engage with them will never buy from them. Ever. Right. Okay? Right. Of the remaining 50%, 25% of those people will buy from you or use your services within the first several months. Okay. The other 25% will use your services over the course of the the lifetime of your relationship. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. those are the people that that second twenty five percent are the people who we want to reach with constant communication, because if you're they're going to buy from you over the life of your relationship and they don't hear from you there is no relationship i'm already like i'm having a little bit of heart palpitations like oh god i didn't email
0: north <laughs> and leisure people for like a while there oh. you see what i'm saying you see yeah what I'm saying? yeah but you're when you lay yeah. it out like that it makes so much sense because you're you're right and this is something that um You know, people with travel have to keep in mind because it's a longer sales cycle. That's a longer journey in general. Mm -hmm. Like even that first 25 that are going to use you soon. It's a long game. Seven months is a long game. 12 months is a long game. And yeah. then, if there's there's some that are gonna follow you for a couple of years or um, fifteen, <laughs> fi- yeah, it's so, the yeah you're right. Yeah. And, but twenty five
1: percent. I mean, that's significant. That's, that's a shit ton of business. Significant like, let's, amount.
0: That's a significant
1: yeah. amount, right? So, and and that is why we always need constant list building. I say yeah. when you attract an audience, engaging an audience, and convert an audience over its lifetime, those have to happen simultaneously. You can't be doing one and then the other and then the other. They all have to be going on at the same time because people will come in on and off your list in and out of your funnel. You have to keep bringing people through that funnel.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm already like, sorry, the back of my head, I'm like restructuring my time (laughs) (laughs) on what needs Focus because I really, I think that's, I think that's kind of like a key point here is like, where, where do we focus? What's really important, right? Right. Um, and, and you're right. Like, don't get me wrong. I love a good logo, but Mm -hmm. I do too. But if you put, but if you're starting and your, your time, you know, cause it's a huge time investment to start Mm -hmm. a business Mm -hmm. and it's a, it could be, you know, monetary investments as well. Um, cause we've talked about, I've talked about this on here before, so this will be not new news to anyone listening, but yeah, just go into Canva and make a text logo. That works. It's right. fine for now. Profit
1: like, first. You can Profit update first. that. first. Yes. Yeah. Start with the income generating activities first and yes. then move on to redefining your logo.
0: Which is another place. This is where I think I see and hear a lot of, it, um, travel agents making, uh, Taking a left turn at the beginning on where they should be focusing their time, which uh. is um, destination and supplier trainings. And don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. I'm a supplier. I'd love if people are like learning what I'm doing. Right. But like we had said earlier, when we were talking about Disney and sandals, applied practice is what makes the difference. So planning right. the trips yeah. is what makes the difference. Mm-hmm. So taking, uh, you know, 25 webinars on a specific destination It'll teach you things. It's not necessarily going to make you walk away an expert, but more importantly, it's not going to make people book with you. That's an internal knowledge. Yes. So we need to be focusing on how we get people in the door, talking to us, liking us, and trusting us, because that's what supplier partners are for, also. You know what I mean? Like there's people Uh in the industry that got your back.
1: That got your back. And it also comes down to oh, my gosh, there's a phrase for it. It basically comes down to getting something when you need it.
0: Yes. Right.
1: So. Right. So it, it, I compare it to like, okay, uh, I'm going to go on a shopping spree. And sometimes, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we all need shopping sprees. Like we all yeah. do that. Right. Yeah. I'm not knocking shopping sprees or anything. <laughs> I would love to go on one right now. But, you know, I'm going to go on a shopping spree and I'm going to buy all these outfits. I'm going to spend thousands of dollars. And then next year, I'm going to look in my closet and there's going to be a shirt with a tag on it still that right. I haven't worn. Right. Because yeah. I just went on a shopping spree and got all this stuff. Whereas if I needed a shirt or a that if I need a dress for a wedding, I'm going to go go out and shop specifically for this wedding and yeah. save my money for other things. same thing with supplier training. It's yeah. like a lot. I find that a lot of travelers will go out there and get all the training on all the things and, and not necessarily getting the training on what they need mm-hmm. at that moment for the space and time and zone that they're in so yes. that they can focus and move forward.
0: Yeah. So really, as we're talking about this, in my mind, like what I'm picturing as priority, really, for for, for travel advisors has got to be relationship building, both Mm -hmm. on the supplier side and on the potential client side, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you're always building those supplier relationships, you know who to ask when you need it. So when you're shopping for that specific trip, you know who to go to. You know who to go to. And then building those relationships um, right. with any potential clients so that when they are shopping for that specific trip, they knew who they exactly. knew who exactly. And then yeah. save that
1: extra time that you have in your back pocket to work on your logo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Cause right. you can always you can always update later. It is very easy, I think, to just get super off track. And I'm guilty of this myself. Just get I, off as, track. As am I, as am I yeah and fall down a rabbit hole on something that seems really important yes and that's fine
1: we all do it we all do it. what we do is we just grant ourselves some grace and pick up and say okay all right uh what's next what needs to get done next and in in a situation uh like this in a travel agent situation you know to come out on top next year or to be you know the go-to or to continue to be the go-to and to be found the relationship and the conversations need and the connections rather should be happening right now. This is not a time to pause. And if you need to pause, go ahead and take the time, but then pick back up and say, okay, how can I start building relationships now without selling? I did a training in my, in my academy yesterday about, um, what, how travel agents should be showing up now. in order to sell when it's time to sell. Just because you may not be selling now doesn't mean that you're not showing up.
0: Yeah, that's right because yeah. people are watching you. They're getting to know you. They're watching. They people are all they may not be engaging, but they're watching. They yeah. may not be commenting, but they're watching,
1: right? They they're are watching. always
0: watching. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that you've found this too especially because you have a podcast, the Hey Travelpreneur podcast, and you have yes. another, what's the second one? The name of the Oh, Tackling Travel. Tackling Travel. Yes. So we've got two podcasts. You're you show up on social all the time. So you're very visible. And one right. thing I noticed um, just for advisors who are kind of getting started in showing up a little bit more. Um, I noticed that once I, cause I used to be very in the background. I did not, I was not interested in being visible. Uh, and then with travel pro theory, I was kind of like forced to be because all of a yeah. sudden here we are on the podcast and people right. are listening and we're, go, we're speaking at events and this right. kind of thing. And I was shocked and amazing. Like it was one of the weirder adjustments for me at the early in the journey was, how many people were reaching out to me because they had seen me or heard me, and they felt like they knew me? Uh, it was a it was an adjustment for me because I was like, wait, I've we haven't talked yet though. Like yeah, I don't know, yeah. But like, but, like, but you have though because you showed up because you
1: showed up and right. And that's the thing is like I will go to events just from uh, Instagram, as you know, is my jam, right? Yeah, Instagram yeah. and email, my jam, right? Yeah. But, yeah. I have followers on Instagram or people who get my email will walk up to me at different events. And next thing you know, we're hugging. And yeah. I've never met them. Right? right. But it's the relationship. Right. I have. Yeah. And you've seen it. I think I you were there when I opened up a package a few weeks ago. I've get, I get packages in the mail to my All business address from people who I don't know yeah right? <laughs> yeah it's amazing and I've done the same thing for other people like, okay what's your address let me send you because you formed relationships and that yeah. is what matters and people believe that because it's social media and I, I get it I get it yeah because it's social media because it's email it's it, I think it, it comes as foreign to a lot of people to think that real relationships can't be formed that way right and I'm here to say that it can be it is a different world that we live in and oftentimes that is where it starts now
0: that's where it starts yeah i think and i think for any travel advisors listening you know because there's always like the main question when you're getting started is like, you're messaging your ideal client, like where are they hanging out? Now as business owners, we're totally used to like online friends to real friends is right. like the, is the norm for us. Right. But I would say actually, we're in an interesting phase right now because everyone's had to stay home yes. and everyone is connecting this way. Right. Um, and so I think there's even gonna be an even bigger window of opportunity in the future of travel as far as online to real
1: life. Mm-hmm. Relationship. It's online to real life. It's not real life to online yeah. anymore. How yeah, many Facebook those... friends do you have that you haven't even met? Right? Yeah. I yeah. can tell you one thing, Kate. I've yeah. never met you in person, I don't think. Yeah. I right? Don't, yeah. I, right? But I tell you, the moment I see you, if we're allowed to, I'm going to hug the crap out of you. 100%. (laughs) 100%. I know. You guys don't know this, but in the background, we're all like, we,
0: the Refresh crew is making some, we're making big plans for the future. Yes, we're making big plans. Stay tuned. In-person plans with hugs and drinks and all the fun in-person things. (laughs) Yes, and possibly you guys, too, are going to be
1: there. Hey. We're making plans. Just stay tuned. But I tell you, the moment I see you, I'm going to give you the biggest hug ever. Yeah. You and that little baby. Oh, the baby, <laughs> the baby. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really like it really is amazing
0: how quickly it could go from. I mean, it changed uh, once I started like stopped hiding from being visible. It really it was an adjustment for me as someone who's like a little more quiet, introverted, private. Um, but it it did
1: change my
0: life in a drastic right. way. And
1: it changed my business in a in in a, a drastic way. But you know, and way. I've told you this before, but I'm going to say it to the public. What I like about the way you show up, the way I show up, the way Nikita and Kareem shows up and other people yeah. is that we're visible, but we do it on our own terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We sure. do it in our own way. We're not forced. Like We know we need to be visible. So travelers need to say to themselves, OK, I need to be visible, but I'm going to do this on my own terms. Here's how I'm going to be visible. Here is where I'm going to be visible. Here is what I'm going to show. And equally as important, here's what I'm not going to show. Right. Do it in your own way, on your own terms. You do not have to do it like anybody else. No. You need to just do it like you. And you shouldn't do it like
0: anyone else. I actually, yes. on, uh, I was running a refresh training uh, yesterday, and I said this on the training because um, we were just talking uh, messaging and and copy, like so, so writing, and uh, one of the the things I always like because people see something they like and they want to just like take it and then plug it into their own thing. And I understand that instinct, but what we need to do is you copy behavior, not content. Someone, if you do what someone else does exactly, whether that is just how they dress, what they say, what they write, whatever, it's not going to work for you. But if you show up as you, like like if I'm trying to uh, emulate someone who's successful, like if I look at you and I see that you're clearly very successful, but what are you doing? You show up every day. I could show up every day right so you you show up every day as yourself i could show up every day as myself right like but okay, you don't have to works. do it in the
1: same you don't have to do it in the same clothing or hairstyle that i do yeah, it in. yeah. no no you just do show just up show as up. yourself yeah. yeah and you know it's funny because you know we've been in the online space for a while you and i and um yeah. i create my own content and you create yours and i see you know i do see people who do a lot of the same things that I do and the way that I do it. And I mean, it's fine. If that's what someone needs to get started, Yeah, that's fine. But eventually I say to myself, I hope they figure out and I hope everyone here who's listening figure out how to do it their own way. Because what happens is you start to show up like that other person and then you're crippled. Yeah, And then you stop showing up because it sounds like and feels like too much work. Yeah, because just showing up and then showing up as someone else is double the work. Yeah, it's, and it's like a disconnect. I it's a like, disconnect. What, yeah. What, but once you start yeah. to show up as yourself, then you're like, oh, my gosh, this is much easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah.
0: And when you get to the next steps on in your business, like uh, we I was talking about this yesterday, too, like wh- you're my thing is your goal as, as a business owner in general but especially for us selling travel like when they get on a consult call when you're talking to that traveler, the consult call is just to reaffirm for them that you are the right person and reaffirm for you that they are the right client right, for you right. like you already know about each other this mm-hmm. is not a this is not an our first getting to know you type of right situation because if you show up as yourself they do they already know you they already know they like you they already right? know they
1: like you and the same thing applies to email too yeah so you know um in the beginning i would you know subscribe to other people's email list kind of see what they were doing and yeah then i stopped right yeah. because i said you know what no i you know it's it, it clouds my mind yeah and it doesn't allow me to shine on paper right It doesn't allow me and my personality to shine on paper. And some of the tips that I, that I give when we're talking about, especially email marketing. And I know sometimes it's hard because we're sitting down to write and it's so funny. It's like we could be like walking, going about our day, taking, you know, taking a shower and these beautiful thoughts come to us. And then the moment we sit down (laughs) to write about it, it's like, uh, right? Out the window, yeah. <laughs> out the window, you're frozen. You're like, you know, you're frozen like it on a very bad Zoom call, yeah. right? And yep. you can't get out of it, right? <laughs> and you're just frozen in the worst position, right? Yeah. The worst facial expression. Yeah, unflattering. You're like, How can I unfreeze? I can't get it. The thoughts just won't come out, right? And, um, and, and so I find that that's important for you to, when you're sending an email, to talk like you talk. Yeah. Talk like you talk and if you use certain slangs as long as the slangs aren't and you know what? You know I'm not going to say as long as the slangs the slangs are anything because if you the type of slang that you use attract the right type of people that you want to attract go ahead and use it. That's fine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But talk like you talk. Um show your personality and uh just stick to to add in value. Make sure yeah. that you're adding value whatever it is that you're sending out there through email, through social media. Make sure that it is valuable. Ask yourself, is it valuable? Is it entertaining? Am I always asking or am I also giving? Yes.
0: Yeah. Because you have to think about kind of going back to what we were talking about initially with, you know, sandals when, when you were there and they've put together all of this beautiful information on their product, their services and the marketing that, that they would do as a right. company of their size and mm-hmm. how they relate to clients. If you just take that and straight copy paste it with, without adding that your yes. own magic, yes. it's like it's no locked. one.
1: Yeah, it's lost. lost. It is completely lost in translation. Yeah, Completely lost in translation. You have to get give people a chance to get to know you. Otherwise, yeah. there will not be any connection. Yeah. And before you move on, only a small percent of people will buy from you without connection. Right, But that's, them's not your people, right? right? Your people are the people who you want the vast majority that you want to connect with in order to say, hey here's my credit card, send me on this beautiful vacation, earn this nice commission. Yeah.
0: Bob's your uncle. So really, if we're starting, like, so if we're thinking of kind of marketing journey and we're putting together um, these emails that we're going to send out, like, really, I guess if we think about, that's that's the start of, really, I guess, actually, from the
1: time they sign up, that welcome email, that Mm -hmm. first email interaction. That very first email that you send out is the most important one. Yeah. Right? So that... Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's one of the most important one. I mean, I could go a little bit deeper and talk about where they sign up, which is the opt in page being okay, but that's another story. That's another yeah. conversation for another podcast. But yeah, yeah. outside of the initial uh, phase of the opt in page the next best important, the next best important part or the next important piece is the first email that you send out in a welcome sequence. Yeah. So a welcome sequence basically is once someone opts into an email, you send them that first email, just introducing yourself, saying, hey, thank you for signing up for whatever it is that you're giving them. Um, If it was an instant download, you can say, hey, I hope you were able to download it. If not, here's the link to download it or view it or whatever it is. Yeah. And then you talk a little bit about you and your business there is no selling there is no asking it is just here's who i am and i would love to know a little bit more about you your only call to action um it should be a soft call to action or soft calls to action could be follow me on instagram or like my Facebook page or something like that. No yeah. selling Yeah, whatsoever. no hard sell. No hard yeah.
0: sell. So really kicking off from that initial welcome mm-hmm. email, because again, going back to that 25% that takes a long time, like this, you're kicking off a... a This is the first. This is like the first cup of coffee you're having together. Yeah, and this this is is the the first impression. Years and years to come, and really, that's the start of. You know, we've had a lot of conversations on um, the TBT podcast about the client experience, and this is like kicking that
1: off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That intro, coffee, and so you know, I will also say because there may be a few people who are listening to this who have never sent a welcome email. Or they have been emailing their list for years and I've never really done an introduction email or something like that. Or they may have gotten lists from bridal shows and consumer events and I've never really. For those people, if you don't have a welcome sequence in in place, what I say you should do is start a re-engagement campaign. So Mm. what that looks like is you're just going to send an introduction email, which is very similar to the first email in a welcome sequence. You're going to send that to your entire database. And basically, it's going to be like, hey, guys, I thought I would reintroduce myself to you, see, tell you who I am. So you talk about who you are, what you do. It is not a very long email, basically. And then, you know, you ask questions as well. So, so let's say we're doing this during the time of this pandemic that we're living in. Acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. We don't, you know, I see travel agents just posting beautiful photos and sending beautiful emails and not acknowledging the time that we're living in because people are, people want to know, they want to know that they need information basically right yeah. so they want you to acknowledge it and be like hey listen here's what I've been doing I've been mowing my lawn I've knitted yeah. sweaters <laughs> you know I've watched all of Netflix right, right? <laughs> what have you been doing ask them what have you been doing to kill this time I would love yeah. to know and I mean you can say something to, to kind of pro- cross promote from email to social media you can say hey I created a um, I just posted the lawn that I just mowed it looks amazing here's the link to go look at it over on instagram and let yeah. me see your lawnmower. <laughs> you know it, it's yeah. infusing a little bit of yourself into that and saying and by the way you're going to be hearing from me more often as soon as travel opens up here is the first place that i'm jetting off to right yeah. um let me know where's the first place you're going when travel opens up again email done done yeah no selling nothing that is your 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 um Retroduction campaign.
0: Yeah, I like that because you're right. It's You know, a lot of times I think that we can easily very get stuck on what to say mm-hmm. and or not not know how to address like this situation that we're in currently. But it's right. like honesty and transparency is where it's at. Like That's I was on uh, even yesterday, I was this was on um Instagram. Uh I was like, oh, I got two new requests. Like I am not blowing the world away with these two new requests, but that's what I had, you know? <laughs> that's but hello. That's that was that's what I'm working on today. They they came in yesterday. I'm working yeah. on them today. And that's how my day's going. And my last uh email, my September email that went to advisors, um I remember saying like that I finally like okay, we've moved the last of my trips from 2020 have have moved. They've been postponed and you know, this is mm-hmm. what I think is coming. This is the restriction still in place, or whatever. Because mm-hmm. we don't, we don't need to. I don't think we need to like stay in a place of of mourning over what's happening. But right. we can just no. ad- address it, acknowledge it. Like, Here's acknowledge what it is. Acknowledge it. You, yeah. you have
1: to acknowledge it. Otherwise, yeah. you seem out of touch. Yes. And you yeah. seem unrelatable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and, and it doesn't do anything for.
0: Yeah, that, that yeah. takes away from that trust factor where it's like right. you really gonna pretend like nothing's happening or I know, you're so really gonna do- glaze
1: over this big thing that's <laughs> happening to your industry, right? Right? It's like if yeah. all the doctors were out of stethoscopes and the doctor comes in and doesn't even mention <laughs> that I'm taking your temperature with a spaghetti, you know? <laughs> Really, doctor? You're just gonna sit here and take my not not temperature. Why did I say temperature? My heartbeat or whatever, right? It's like if a doctor comes in and tries my heartbeat with a spaghetti, and you're not even gonna acknowledge that, doctor? Oh my
0: god! I just, I like this is all I can picture now. It's like, are we not gonna talk about this?
1: Are we not gonna talk about the spaghetti you're putting over my left chest? Right?
0: Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh, that totally made my day. I'm over here like crying. Um, oh, I love that. I love
1: that. But you're right. You have to always just, you know. Yeah, I, I, you, you have to mention. it's happening to your, it's happening to yes. everyone. But yes. it is affecting, uh, and, it, and it's affecting a lot of industries. But yeah. it is definitely affecting your industry more than most.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I think kind of being really upfront about what those uh, challenges are and how and the steps you're taking to move forward in that too. Right. Um. And that only builds. That only builds stress. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don't yeah. be don't be the spaghetti doctor. Don't be
1: the, <laughs> 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 don't be the spaghetti doctor oh. at all.
0: Man, yeah, yeah. that's
1: so funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is totally making my day. Oh, that's funny. Oh. hilarious. Okay. But, you know, and and, the, and those are the type of things, again, you know. I'll oh, keep going. I that's keep fine. Going. Okay. <laughs> you have me laughing over here. So those are the types of things, again, that's going to allow people to connect with you. And a lot of people ask thinks that um you know email is dead and it's not right Right. it has just taken a, a different route a different way and so we have to be able to evolve with it it is not just that pretty newsletter i always say That when people think of newsletters, when I think of newsletters, I think of like these beautifully designed type of emails that come into my inbox with a heading and a beautiful photo and all these different, you know, parts of it and, you know, columns and rows and stuff. And that reminds me of like a magazine. And if that's the route you're going for, great. But I'm going to tell you what people do with magazines when they come when it comes into their mailbox, Kate, they don't (laughs) sit down right away and read it. Right. They save it for the airplane. They put it in their bathrooms. They save it for when they're lounging by the pool or going to a spa. And your newsletter is not a magazine because what happens is while those people are saving those in a place where they can see it, your email is going further and further, further down in the air in their inbox while other emails come through. So make it sweet, concise, make it different and show up as you in their 100 percent So that people want to open up your email.
0: Yeah, because you need them to open it soon. Otherwise, you're right. Once it goes down in that inbox, you're just going to you're going to be in the big delete later when they clean up.
1: You're going to be in the big delete pile, for sure. You're definitely going to be in my delete pile if it comes across as that because I want to see you show up in your emails. Yeah, for sure.
0: So if... If advisors are looking to up their email game, mm-hmm. um, where what's let's let's talk about the best places to follow you, get more information, learn more, um, and all all the stuff where you show up and they can actually like get some more stuff to put into action.
1: Okay, absolutely. So the best place for them to go right now is the TravelpreneurAcademy and it's funny you mentioned that because I'm creating right now a brand new email marketing course, woo-hoo. and the, woohoo! I, know, <laughs> I am so
0: excited! It's so be excited!
1: Good. So it is a brand new email marketing course, and the waitlist is is now open. So as of the time of this recording, it is a waitlist, and then it's going to be opened up as a pre-sale, and then a a full sale. So what happens is uh, I am launching it in three different tiers. So there is the attract tier. You may, I I mentioned this earlier, we talked about attract, engage, and convert. I'm sorry, attract, attract, engage, and convert. Uh, So we're launching the attract phase. So this is the phase where you're attracting your ideal clients, the people who you want to work with and the people who are going to connect with you. So yes. to get on the wait list for that, uh go to the com and you'll see the link to get on the wait list to join that course. And then uh a few weeks following that, we're going to roll out the engage and then the convert section. And the convert section I'm really excited about because that's gonna come out in time. For what we're hoping, travel opens up, or the booking season comes—you know—falls in January.
0: Yeah, so this Yay. is good timing too because everyone who is—I mean—that this is what I'm doing in the background um, is <laughs> working on this because y'all. <laughs> Everyone, no, no one that listens to TPT is gonna be surprised by uh that I my
1: my skills need some brushing up on the marketing side. <laughs> I know, I know, but you know what? It's like and and we're can always continue to work on it. I continue to work on mine as well, yeah. right? But at the end of the day, we know that it's always going to be work and that's fine because we're evolving. We just want to be better today than where we were last year. Yeah, right? You're right. And better you're right. next month than where we were this month. Right. That's all. That is all. Just the
0: the evolution. You're right. And I'm going to take my own advice and I don't copy content. I copy behavior. And you're telling me how you're telling me how you show up in your inbox for people. And this is how I am going to start. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can follow your, your lead, follow your footsteps and learn how to do this myself and put my own voice on it and uh, actually start scooping up the, that like, Second 25% I've been missing out on That's that-
1: Right. Yeah, you got this. I'm rooting for you, girl. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. I'm
0: ready, I'm ready to scoop them up and start change <laughs> changing my money goals, you know? I know.
1: <laughs> I know, but yeah, but that's where they can find me. And also to um, you know, worst case scenario, listen, let's let's jam over on Instagram, right? Yeah. So they can also find me at Nicole S. Barrett. Yes. And
0: I will put this in the show notes for you guys so you can see it. And um, or if anyone is like having trouble finding Nicole, just like send me a DM on TPT and I'll I'll
1: send her um,
0: profile right over. Make it extra easy.
1: Yeah. And, you know, if, uh, once you're there, whether it's Instagram or wherever, say hi, send me a DM. Let me know yeah. what's going on.
0: Yeah, for sure. TBT people love the DMs. So Oh I love the DMs. I yeah. just love
1: the DMs. They're so good. The They're DMs so much fun. for me is an extension of email marketing. It is also where connections uh, happen as well. But again another conversation for another, another podcast. Another one for another day. Another yes. one for another day. Well, I have
0: had the best time today. I had so much fun. One, kind of like learning your whole journey. I'm fascinated by this uh, with, with anyone I talk to in travel, like where they started and where they, they've come. Because kind of like even what we were just talking about with any type of marketing, especially email and copy, anything, you want to put yourself into it. And everyone's journey looks so different. And I find yes. that. I find that super interesting because it just, it affects everything that you've done has led up to where you, what you're doing right now.
1: Absolutely. And knowing that the journey continues from here too. Yes. That, that's, that's great for any professional, but inspiring in our business as well, in our businesses to know that where we are now in our marketing journey is going to evolve and just believe and know that you can do it. Like you got this, you got this ladies and gentlemen, you got this.
0: Oh man. I don't think we could top that. I mean, we're leaving on such a high note here. That's a real like good pump up. You guys, you got this. <laughs> you got you this. Got we're rooting for ya. All right, everyone, if you have any questions, you know where to find me at Travel Pro Theory on Instagram. Uh you can find Nicole, Nicole S. Barrett on Instagram. If you have any trouble, just send me a DM and I will get you hooked up with uh, the profiles, links, anywhere you want to go. And I think I think that's it. I think we're good. Thanks so much for coming on today.
1: Oh, thank you guys. Bye. Bye.
0: Hey guys, Kate here. Just wanted to add a quick note. I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode just as much as I enjoyed recording it. So we actually recorded this a little while ago and now Nicole has her list building kit program ready to roll. It is in three modules. I love how she set it up. So here's the deal she's got attract engage and convert attract is about growing your list engage is about building relationships and convert is about making the sale all with email marketing so you can sign up for an individual uh, module if you just want a targeted You know only want to work on the attract portion engage or convert or of course you can get all three so i'm dropping this episode on november 13th and for two more days she has a pre-sale bonus happening uh where you get a bonus 30-minute coaching call and save some dollars which we all enjoy am i right i'm right so that's not the only thing. Um, I actually, we've been talking more since the episode, and she set uh, me up with a link for TPT uh, because I just I'm, I thought this would be really great to offer to you guys. Obviously, I am not an email expert, um, but she is. So, if you hop in on it, you'll also get a bonus from Travel Pro Theory, which is. Um, my messaging kit helps walk you through creating your messaging um, that you will use everywhere. Social, email, website, all that good stuff. And also ideal client workbook and a video training that goes along with the two. So if you sign up via TPT, you'll get those goodies as well. So hit me up on the gram at Travel Pro Theory in the DMs. I'd be happy to just shoot that link straight over to you so you can check it out. Um, It will also be on our website, travelprotheory.com, and in our Instagram bio, you know how it goes, all the places. So, that's it. That's the news. Talk to you guys soon.